I can't keep a secret. My wife knows as much, which is why when she conveys confidence to me from across the pillow, she has to first say in no uncertain terms, Josh, this is a secret. You can't share this with anybody. And I appreciate it because not only did I study mass communications in school, but I honestly feel I've got some town crier in my blood. I just convey information. That's in my nature. I mean, look, here we are. Which is why I found it startling when I once walked into an art exhibit called Post Secret, wherein people wrote their deepest, darkest secrets on postcards and then mailed them to Frank Warren, who started the exhibit back in 2005 and then read 10 of the secrets each Sunday on his website's blog and then portrayed some of the other secrets in books and touring art exhibits that went around the country. As I walked through these halls and read some deep, dark secrets posted on postcards, I couldn't believe people were able to keep these tales clutched tight to their chest. I would have told everybody everything, but of course, you already knew that. These days, though, we don't need postcards anonymously mailed to tell our secrets. Instead, we've got the security of a Google search bar, which is where I once asked how to sell a white baby. However, those secrets aren't quite as anonymous because somewhere they're stored by the folks at Google and probably sold to the highest bidder, which is a scary fate, but nonetheless, I'll keep searching. As we talk about libraries, branded prosthetics, and Benjamin Franklin while we dust off poor Richard's almanac in preparation of joshing around. More is becoming known about Google's secret search engine made for China known as Dragonfly, this prototypical software is designed to be friendly towards authoritarian regimes with features that reportedly link users' mobile phone numbers to what search terms they've used. This would allow the Chinese government to simply associate searches with individuals, putting those citizens at increased risk of government repression if they search for topics that their government deems politically sensitive. So much for searching how to sell a baby just type it in, and the next thing you know, they're taking that baby from you with no compensation whatsoever. Talk about a bummer. Shortly after the last baby sale fell through, my wife was breastfeeding our newborn in the living room as I played video games on our new Xbox against a friend who wasn't in the room, but instead at his house miles away. We played over the internet, and everything was going well until all of a sudden he laughed, and I heard him. And then I spoke back and said, hey, can you hear me? And he said, yes. And then my wife and I froze and looked at each other and she looked down at the baby who was suckling on the teat. And that's when I said to my friend, can you see us? And thank God he said no. But right after that, we unplugged the connect and shut down all the sensors. And I haven't played online since. My kid's like five, I think. With regard to privacy controls and human rights, let's try a thought experiment for just a moment. Imagine yourself as an authoritarian leader. You've got citizens to care for and human resources to tend to. Now picture yourself as a child being told that your toys and dolls have inalienable rights and a life and thoughts that you're not privy to. How would your dolls know how best to act if they didn't listen to you? And how would you know how best to guide them if you didn't do all you could to listen to them? It's with these ideals that China's pushing towards cyber sovereignty, wherein they call the shots on technology within their borders. This runs in opposition to the idea of an open and free internet, but really, it's all the same. It's just data collection. In one case, the data is provided to the government so that they know when you're in the process of selling a baby and can act accordingly. And in the other case, the data is provided to the marketplace 
who can, for the right price, introduce you to two baby brokers, three buyers, and an app to make it easy to help you sell that baby yourself. In Google's defense, they are still trying to do their best to not be evil, which is evident in the fact that they didn't seek to renew their contract for controversial work providing artificial intelligence to the U.S. Department of Defense for analyzing drone footage. However, it's only a matter of time. I mean, look, I talk about this stuff all of the time, and even I get distracted entertaining myself laughing at videos of kids getting crushed by curio cabinets while Simon Cowell's amazed by a magician. While we as a people seemingly find new distractions by the day, the minds of our best and brightest are busy designing artificial intelligence that's getting so much better at so many things. We've mentioned before that AI is consistently beating humans at chess, so much so now that they're starting to brag about it. Humans would make for much better resources if only the gestation and rearing period weren't so long. This is why I welcome our AI overlords, because software can be developed and put into place in short order, truly making our lives better. This can be seen throughout history as the mood and identity of a generation comes to be defined by the economy and technology in place at the time. Take baby boomers, for example, who were shaped by an economy so secure that they could reject security entirely. On the other hand are millennials who came of age when the financial calamity gripped the earth at its core, and now they're cautious to a fault. The fathers of the United States found themselves in a good mood because of a strong economy built on the backs of, <clears throat> well, you know, and that left them free to pursue happiness of their own, even though technology at the time was nothing more than clipper ships in the library. The first American library was established by Benjamin Franklin and other members of the Junto Club on July 1st, 1731. They started with 50 subscribers investing 40 shillings each and an annual contribution of 10 shillings going towards the purchase of new books. Books were imported from England and the library was opened one day a week for lending. If a book wasn't returned on time, the fine was twice the value of the book. Due to its success, the lending library was imitated by other towns and provinces. The library company succeeded because it adapted to the needs of its non-elite memberships. These libraries, Mr. Franklin said, have improved the general conversations of Americans, made the common tradesmen and farmers as intelligent as most gentlemen from other countries, and perhaps have contributed in some degree to the stand so generally made throughout the colonies in defense of their privileges. The library company served as the Library of Congress from the Revolutionary War until 1800 when the nation's capital was established in Washington, D.C. I love our local library system. While it's no Alachua County where there their libraries have no late fees, our libraries here in this area have many locations on the waterfront with very few being used as hobo bathhouses. When I was a kid, there was a public service announcement on TV where a young girl's having a birthday party, and now she's opening the gifts where we see her get a teddy bear and a new Walkman, and then out of a gift bag, she pulls out a library card and downplays it by saying, a library card? I know, right? But suddenly she's whisked away to a dreamscape where she finds herself in a library where suddenly she's confronted by a man covered in oil who needs help with his car. The librarian points him to a book. Then there's a woman next to a Sherpa who needs to know about climbing mountains. The librarian points her to a book. 
That's when somebody else wants to see a movie or listen to music and then learn about computers. The librarian has media for all of them. Now we see the girl back in the party scene. She looks right in the camera and says with excitement, it's a library card. Our library system has all that stuff and more. There's books, CDs, DVDs. I've said it before, there's even a printer that prints in 3D. The tray's pretty big too, so that means most everybody could print that special someone something pretty special in 3D. As 3D printers grow in popularity, somebody's sure to share the schematics of celebrity penises, and those specs are sure to become the new celebrity maps to the stars. Print and Play Today collect them all, and that's going to drive the sales of 3D printers for sure, because even for 15 cents a gram, nobody's going to want to go to the library for that. Despite my conflicting views on robot sex and celebrity-branded prosthetics, I can tell I'm getting older because I've begun to think society's gone to hell in a handbasket while also importing handbasket references into my speech. Meanwhile, back at an overzealous robot's chess game... To honor the age of robots, this Halloween I would love to dress up like Johnny Five from the movie Short Circuit. What I won't be doing, though, is dressing like the Indian character in the film, because he wasn't Indian at all. Instead, he was a white actor made up to look that way. This wouldn't fly today. It'd be a scary thought to even think it would, which is why this year, to terrify everyone for Halloween, I'm dressing as the zeitgeist. I'm getting a bit ahead of myself, though. First, we've got to step into fall before we can crawl towards Hallow's Eve. But for the kids, it's better to think those costumes through soon, Otherwise, the best will be gone and those poor kiddos will be stuck wearing a 2D mask with a schmuck. Now, though, this schmuck has got to end the show. While 3D printers proliferate, check your mate to be sure she's not getting the full gosling. Look for a line of historical figures, too, including the signature model John Hancock. As your dragonfly opens the eyes of authorities, be sure to put all your secrets in the post. Check the mail to see if there's any new babies for sale. Before promising no disassemble, just some more joshing around.